Thank you so much for listening. I would love to know what you think of the episode. And you can reach out to Hello, me in the show notes below. Hello, lovely listeners. I hope you are and well today, wherever you are in the world. Today, I, I wanted to grateful. talk about Thank this idea much, of being stuck in response mode. That kind of, um, that place that you can get where you're just constantly spending time thinking about things that need to be done. Um, this could be checking your to-do list. It could be responding to messages. Uh, you know, even some that seems seemingly positive, you know, constantly, basically it feels like this for me a lot, but constantly checking messages from friends and family and responding to them and just always feeling like there's stuff that needs responding to. <laughs> Did you hear that? That's Diego. Is the cat. I have don't really know what he wants right now, but he won't leave me alone. I'm suspecting food, but he's dinner's about an hour away and I'm being quite strict with that. Although I think mum's a little bit more lenient, so he's uh, he doesn't fully understand that that is the routine that I am enforcing right now <laughs> while she's not here. So anyways, <laughs> there you go. Responding, responding. But yeah, it's um, I'll I'll flesh this out in a little second, but I wanted to just say that I think I had a lot of, um, I guess, self-criticism or the kind of the thought came in, should I say, about talking about this on here because I shared a lot of this on an Instagram story kind of, um, yeah, sharing, I guess, today. Um, I say today, you won't hear this until Monday, but today is Wednesday, so like a week ago-ish. And then I started thinking, well, you need to create something else to share in the podcast. This just feels like I'm sort of cheating and not really um, giving something new. But I actually know that there is a there is a difference and there is a is a power in sharing in different um, communication styles, I guess, formats. So, you know, whether that's on Substack, more of a longer format or shorter or on Instagram with visu- visuals or on here in the podcast in spoken. Because, well, everything comes across differently in that sense. And, you know, also it doesn't mean that just because you're listening in here, you have seen an Instagram or vice versa. So, and that's, this is what feels really, you know, again, present. So I like to talk about them type of things. And as well, just, um, I guess, just knowing that it's okay to not have a, a completely different idea every time I share any content, you know, some of the, uh, I guess the biggest content producers out there are always using content, um, in, in different forms, but the same sort of message often and across, you know, different platforms. So, so anyways, just wanted to get that out the, out of my head. <laughs> Um, yeah, so response mode, that's what I call it, like responder mode. And this is something that we can definitely get stuck into, particularly if our jobs involve responding a lot. And I'm going to guess that most jobs involve some form of responding. Uh, what I mean by that is maybe you're somebody who is, um, you work with emails a lot, so you're responding to a lot of emails. Maybe it's just messages, um, requests, it can be contact from other people, you know, within within your team or members of the public, whatever it is. We're often waiting for something to come up and then responding to it. Now, you might be thinking, okay, well, yeah, that's part of my job and that is just that's just that. And sometimes life is like that, you know, we're, we're responding to, um, to children, perhaps if you're or, or some form of, um, caregiving, you're responding to, 
you know, like I said there with Diego, maybe I respond and actually feed him and that's probably what he wants. But, you know, there's constantly things that are being brought to our attention and that we respond to. But the issue with that is, particularly if you have a job like this, it's very easy for it to spill into all aspects of our life. And the big, big issues with all this, there's a few really. But when we're constantly responding to things, we're not really that connected to ourselves, what we need, you know, actually what our needs are and how we're feeling um, because we're constantly responding to everyone else rather than checking in and going inwards with ourselves. And we're also kind of, um, if we get stuck doing this, particularly if you come from work and then it's after work and then you're like, oh, I've got to do this, this, this and that, then quite often our nervous system is kind of stuck in a bit of a gentle fight or flight kind of place. Uh, and so it can just get stuck a bit heightened and you know, it, it that doesn't serve us either, not physically, emotionally, mentally, you know, we, we feel, we feel stressed. Um, and it might sound silly to say this because I know a lot of us have people might be listening and I've been stuck in this for so many years of my life we go well life is just busy don't have time for myself but I want to kind of share some ways in which we can still find a little bit of time for ourselves Um, and I expand on this in more detail particularly if you're somebody who feels like you're busy all the time and don't know how to fit in kind of your self-care I recorded a podcast which is on the paid subscription on Substack. Uh, You can join that for two weeks free or it is six pounds or seven dollars per month. You can cancel any time. So if you want to hear loads more podcast episodes and there are some series on there as well, then do check that out as well, just in Substack, which will be in the links below. But yeah, I believe that there is always time within all of our lives to find that connection to ourselves. And then when we do that, we are being more present We are more aware of when we're maybe disconnected from ourselves and our needs. So therefore we can, you know, we can get stuck in a bit of a cycle of we're not meeting our needs. So we're not feeling particularly good. And so we, we keep, um, whenever we find that little bit of time, we quite often will try and fill it with some other form of doing or actioning something or responding because we don't really want to sit there with feeling uncomfortable. And often it's just our, I guess our mind, body and soul just trying to communicate to us and say, can we just come back to me a second? Like there's some things that I really just need to um, put some focus on. There's really some things that are important to us (laughs) and they need to be considered and I'm not feeling good because of this. And then we can get stuck in this cycle of being in like a stress place because, you know, when we're not meeting them needs, we're kind of having this underlying um, feeling of disease, um, of stress. And so we want to fill our time so we don't want to feel those feelings essentially. So it becomes a bit of a a kind of a vicious cycle really. And like I mentioned then as well, when we're responding, we're not really present, are we? Because we are constantly thinking about, you know, um, what needs to be done. Constantly focusing on the future perhaps. Um, And of course we can get stuck in the past as well. So that's other things I expand on in that episode that I just shared about a few minutes ago. So yeah, it's, really, I think, a big problem. And the thing as well is there's a load of stuff in our world that is um, designed to, I guess, exacerbate this part of our survival mode system kind of thing where we're responding to things because that would have at some point in our life been, you know, important for, for, yeah, as surviving essentially. But there are a lot of things that work on that sort of psychological level, such as all these different types of technology 
You know, they're designed, all these notifications are designed to work in such a way that we are constantly on a particular app, for example. You know, it's a way of bringing us back there and consuming. So it's clever, you know, it works in terms of human behavior, human psychology. So essentially, as always, it's just to remember that it it's kindness that's needed right now for yourself, particularly if you feel this way. And it's not that you have anything wrong with you. It's just that our world is designed and many parts of the things in our life are, um, you know, they are addictive for that part of our brain that is responsive, that is that survival mode reptilian brain. And that it's just about kind of bringing it to our awareness and what we can do going forward. Okay, so how do we snap ourselves out of this mode? How do we recognize that we're in this mode? And it's kind of that like, um, what's the word? The chicken crossing the road kind of analogy. What came first? Oh no, it's what came first, the chicken or the egg. It's nothing to do with crossing the road. There's a lot of kind of random um, phrases to do with chickens and hens, isn't there actually? But, But yeah, I think essentially it's about developing self-awareness and often obviously when we are feeling this way we're not feeling very aware so if you're listening already you're already developing that awareness just to point that out and that it's definitely possible for us to notice this so so yeah it's about I think first actually noticing how this is making you feel how are you feeling on a daily basis when it comes to responding what is what is it that you're responding to often you know like what are your habits with the responding and what when you've got that little moment of time and then that response mode kicks in and goes oh I've got a spare minute um what can I respond to what is coming up for you you know that can be very different for everybody like I said for me it's often my phone it really is my phone of going oh you know I've got a spare moment so I'll um I want to check it or you know, check social media, check what my friends have messaged and just respond, respond. You know, I didn't reply to that message the other day. So let's reply now. Um, maybe it could be for you responding to uh, or thoughts pop in about, you know, things that you could do in terms of, oh, I don't know, a, um, a birthday's coming up. Let's get that organized or, you know, whatever it is. It could even just be actually work stuff as well. Sometimes that can come back in can and go, well, I'll check this, you know, these e- work emails just briefly and then it'll help me out for tomorrow. And then, you know, an hour later, you're still doing uh, work and you're just kind of feeling a little bit frazzled. So, yeah, it's about noticing those moments, noticing what's calling to you. And becoming aware of how it's making you feel. Does it actually make you feel good? Is this how you want to feel in life? You know, it's a big one, isn't it? But it's true. Are you going through life feeling the way that you want to feel? Are you going through life feeling like there's all these things that are happening to you? Well, actually, when we become aware of this, we can do things to change that ourselves, take back that power and that that responsibility because we are fully capable, I believe, of choosing how we want to feel in our lives. And it's just becoming conscious and aware of when things are feeling like, oh, maybe we feel like we're losing control to something or someone or, yeah, just in general, not feeling how we would like to feel. So, yeah. So, yeah, it's becoming firstly aware um, of when that comes up for you and what's calling to you. Uh, one of the things I also quite like to ask myself is, um, do I really need to do this right now? 
need being the key word there. And I've said it before, but that's been a massive game changer for me because quite often we can tell ourselves that we need to do something. Oh my God, I need to respond to this message now. Oh my God, I've got to do that housework. Oh my God, I've got to, I've got to go and buy that thing right now or whatever it is. In that moment, we get really stuck in the idea that things have to be done right then and in a very stressed, rushed place. And I believe, particularly, I see this in my own life, is that when I'm starting to respond to things from that place of kind of fear of losing time, that lack, that that kind of scarce place of like, you know, there's only limited resources or limited time, then I've got to do it now. That is me acting out of fear and most likely isn't something that needs to be done right there. So you can do a simple language change of thinking, well, I don't need to do this, but do, would I like to do this right now? And you can actually work out, you know, prioritize and think, is this something that is important to me right now? So sometimes this is difficult to then come back to yourself and get out of responder mode because sometimes we don't actually feel like we're worth responding to or we haven't checked in with ourselves for so long we've got disconnected. So go gently and kindly with this, you know, and, and seek support if you need as well. You know, reach out. I'm absolutely happy to talk to anybody about well, anything, to be fair. So I always feel like reaching out to me. I'm, I'm really happy to support because I know what it all feels like. If I'm sharing anything on here, it's because I, I know it quite well <laughs> from my own experiences. So, yeah, notice those moments that you feel responding that I was just talking about and see if you can even even just firstly taking that moment to work out how you're feeling then is that moment of you coming back to yourself. But they're also a perfect opportunity for you to notice them times in your day, liminal moments where, you know, you're kind of between one thing and the next and and taking it as an opportunity of self-connection, self-care, self-awareness. What can you do for yourself in that moment? Like I said, it could be a simple check-in. And that is one of the things that I do so often and is so massive in, in getting out of responder mode is to just have a check-in with yourself. I want to share a few other little things that I do, which you can kind of just fit in um throughout the day which actually are massively powerful don't underestimate the power of the kind of the small actions that we take we don't have to go into like a three-hour meditation every day to kind of feel you know good or connected to ourselves. I don't believe anyways it's about it fitting into your life and that's empowering in itself make it work for you so regular self-check-ins asking how I'm feeling is massive and you know you can do this throughout your work day as well go when you're at the toilet when you're gosh, in the shower, whatever it is, brushing your teeth, there are always little moments around when we don't think they're there, but we do actually have them. It's just ensuring that we hold that space for ourselves and not for responding to something else, essentially. Our bodies are a great place to be able to come back to the present moment and to calm our nervous system and to get out of response, responder mode because our bodies are always present. Our bodies are always here in this moment. One of the favorite tools that I, I forgot for a while and then I want to do a meditation that brings this up. It feels really good. And that is essentially taking a moment, closing your eyes if you can. And, you know, you could do this right now, actually, if possible. But bring your attention to your hands and notice how they're feeling. What sensations are in your hand? What temperature are they feeling? Is it different between both hands? sensing into each finger and just feeling your hands from the inside out which is something that Tara Brack talks about it's not something that really can be explained it's only really felt but that I find is a really beautiful way to bring us back and it does calm our nervous system there as well 
So yeah, come to your hands. You could do a longer body scan as well. Check, check in with your whole body. Or if the hands doesn't resonate with you, maybe an area of tension that you're aware of in your body that maybe um, is kind of chronically tense. Uh, for me, it's my jaw. Coming to that area and just noticing it. Can you relax it? I'm going to take another thing from Tara back here, but she often does it with shoulders. And I think you could do it obviously any area. And she would say the same, I'm sure, you know, because we're busies and all that. But she talks about your shoulders and imagining that tension turning from ice to water and then water to to mist. I don't know what term she uses, but the idea of that area is like water, which can have different states, but sometimes it gets stuck tense and we can relax it and we can melt it. Breath work is amazing. So you can combine that with any of those sort of um, coming back to the body moments. You can imagine breathing into different areas of your body to kind of expand it. But a real kind of um, good one to do is to obviously take a few deep breaths. Three, it would be a great thing to do if you just pop to the toilet at work, you need a moment. Three really long, deep breaths from your belly all the way up to your collarbone or even imagining it going up to the top of your head. Uh, imagine it filling your whole body and then releasing it all out, maybe even with a sigh. If you can take two minutes to do this, notice the difference because that can be so massive because that really does calm our nervous system. It, it stimulates that vagus nerve, which is all to do with being able to, well, loads of things, but, but, but relaxing, relaxing our, our bodies, bringing them back into a state of balance. Mindfulness is really big as well. So obviously those things I've just said are mindful really because it's all about being present. But you could be mindful in terms of um, looking outside of yourself as well. Maybe noticing things that you can hear. Can you focus on something you can hear for a little bit or touch or taste or any of the senses essentially? And just you can cycle through them or you could even just take a moment on one that feels really um, one that you can connect with a lot. Uh, sound is, is quite a big one that's mentioned, um, particularly with meditation. If you're somebody who tries meditation, can really struggle. If you have like, if there's a constant sound somewhere in the background, can you tune into that and help that bring you back to the present moment and calm yourself and bring you back to you out of that response mode? You can move. Move is a massive one. I love going for a walk, particularly getting outside because there's something about being inside. To me, this feels kind of, I guess it's, Mm, is it kind of uh, spiritual? I, I don't know, I guess, but there is something um, that feels like when I'm inside, I do feel a bit restricted, uh, particularly if you're in the same environment over and over again. But if you go outside, it's really expansive because you've just opened up into a world. The world is more open. You can see outside the walls. And I think there is just um, something about that that really does actually help us expand our mind and take us away from that response mode, which can be really restrictive. So definitely get outdoors, walk, move, bilateral movement. So moving kind of um, uh, opposite sides of the body um, differently. So like that walking motion or um, there's different forms of tapping that you can use. So you can tap opposite um, hand to shoulder uh, at the same time. So you cross your hands over your body and tap. I've talked about this before, I know, but it's a really good calming one. A therapist taught me this a while ago and it's something that I use. And when you do that, then you are actually sending signals to the body to, to relax and calm down as well. And there's loads of different methods around that that you can use. Movement, obviously, you can expand that into more intense movement. I like the term movement rather than exercise, which I've talked about before, but it's because 
I think often exercise can be quite tied to um, neg- it's a negative association for me in particular um, and can be quite triggering because it's really related to diet culture and changing our bodies, manipulating our bodies to be a certain way. Not that it should be. It's, it is a neutral term as all terms are, but sometimes, you know, we can have an association there and it doesn't feel right for me to say that. So I say movement. So movement can be from, gosh, anything really gentle to something really intense, something that feels good for you, but is for you and makes you feel calm and makes you feel joyful, essentially joyful movement. And if you wanted to as well, I I mean, I think grabbing a bruise is an amazing thing to do. And that's why I recorded the episode last week, uh, a mindful, what did I call it? Mindful meditation with a brew. So taking that time to check in with yourself, you can use that meditation or find your own way of when you make a brew, can you be really present with that? You know, I say that because we, all of us, well, not everyone, but a lot of people I know, we love having a brew, don't we? We love having a hot drink. You can do it with a cold drink, of course, but we love just having that moment. It's it's nurturing. So how can we make it more nurturing? How can we bring more of that into our life? Another thing to be aware of, I think as well, which is really massive, and I probably should have said this further, <laughs> further ago, but you know, pre- at the start of all of this, is to uh, be aware of how quickly we let ourselves go into response mode in the morning and also how we get out of it in the evening. So, for example, response mode could be you picking up your phone first thing and checking your messages or checking social media. Being aware of that, is that serving you? Is that triggering you straight into response mode and going outside of yourself rather than checking in with yourself? And same in the evening, when are you switching off? When are you taking that time to unwind, turn off the phone, stop the to-do list, stop the kind of the do-do doing? That's, I think, really important, them kind of, you know, bookends uh, of the day. Morning massive for me. If I go onto social media or responding or seeing messages early in the morning, I'm already triggered into wanting to to respond more. I just am. And just noticing that in yourself. So I'm really conscious about keeping my Wi-Fi off for as long as possible. Um, and, you know, I know that that's hard sometimes because, well, I, I actually listen to a sleep meditation a lot in the evening. So therefore my Wi-Fi is on and then I wake up in the morning, there might be a message and I've got to be very aware of that. So it is, it's, it's always kind of there. These, like I said, these things, the technology in particular is designed to be addictive. But... But yeah, being aware of what your routines and habits are at the start and the end of the day. Can you even just take a moment to have your hand on your heart in the morning when you wake up and ask yourself how you're feeling? Just notice the kind of the physical sensation, that energy in your body. How is it feeling? It's not about trying to change it, just being aware of it, really. And I get it that, you know, often people may have a lot to do first thing in the morning. Maybe have a job that really demands that you respond straight away. Um, or responding to family and to to children and stuff. But is there a little moment there for you? Is there? Just just be aware and see if there's there. And same in the evening, like I said, and I fully get this as well. I can find it so hard to switch off in the evening. But can you do that a little bit earlier, you know? Ideally, a few hours before bed, really. But can you just switch off a bit earlier and stop responding to things? Um, on your phone maybe or like I said the to-do list or whatever it is that's kind of your biggest response mode and take a time to relax your nervous system come back to yourself check in with yourself practice anything I've just said as well so yeah that's kind of um, my little sharing on response mode but I should also say that the (laughs) from somebody who is very much a responder to things from practicing these things for a while now um 
it takes time and it takes dedication and commitment and that can be really hard sometimes because our bodies can actually be relaxed by responding sometimes, can't they? You know, they can feel rewarded. Perhaps, you know, we get a positive outcome from it or, um, yeah, it's a bit like playing the jackpot, isn't it? You know, like if, um, if you win one time, that'll motivate you to keep going forever, <laughs> even though it might feel shit for the majority of the time when you're chucking money away at a machine, you know, if we're thinking about it in terms of that sort of style of gambling, but that's also how the brain works. It works in the variable reward system. It does really enjoy that. So it will keep going when the reward is, it's not predictable when it's going to come. So yeah, you might have somebody, um, a really nice message from somebody um, and then not for a while and then another nice message or a few in a row and whatever. And our brain just keeps guessing and wants it because it gets a good hit from it. So responding is, you know, something that is rewarding, but it's being aware of when it's not rewarding, which if you're listening to this, could be quite a lot of the time. But the point being is that the more we practice this, the more I'm finding practicing this is that I am coming back to myself more. I'm able to catch myself earlier before I get into more of a response mode. And I'm aware of how good I feel when I'm not responding. Oh, just so much better and so much more connected to myself because it really can take you away from you and what you need. So yeah, it's kindness, it's time, it's patience, it's dedication and commitment and it's intention knowing why you're doing doing it which is why it's important to get clear on that in from the offset like why is this not supporting you how are you feeling when you're doing it and and yeah why is that basically not how you want to be in life it's taking you away from the presence it's taking you away from being there with family and friends with pets with nature with whatever it is so yeah I probably phrased all this and set it out in all a bit of a strange format, but if you're still here at the end, thank you. <laughs> and I hope it supports you. Until next week. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. I would love to know what you think of the episode and you can reach out to me in the show notes below. The options are there. And if you feel called to rate or review or share this episode, I would be incredibly grateful. Thank you very much, everyone. <laughs>